The Country Underdog Podcast. Okay. So, so you you were talking about the voice and and how y'all always used Zoom and all that. Um, what would y'all use it for? I mean, I guess like COVID was happening, um, right. but but just kind of walk me through like the normal day on the voice and Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was in the smack dab of COVID like right in the middle of it, um, which is still going on right now, but it was like pretty early on. I left in July. So it was, um, it was pretty early on in, you know, the COVID world, uh, the new, the new world we were in. Um, but I left, um, in July and we were doing zoom meetings to get us prepared for when we left, um, you know, travel meetings, we were doing all those. And, um, so I got out there and it was, it was very secluded just because it was, it was COVID. (laughs) We didn't, we couldn't go out. We couldn't, um, you know, we couldn't really hang out with anyone because of COVID and um, just the regulations or the restrictions they had. Um, But it was all on Zoom. So everything we did with the meetings, um, getting us ready for, you know, our blind audition, it was through Zoom, unless we had to go up on stage and, and perform our blind audition song and then it was and then it was in person but most of it was most of it was on zoom and um it was a lot of sitting around in the hotel room because we couldn't couldn't really go anywhere we couldn't do anything um you know except perform which i'm so grateful that i had the experience but it was kind of um it was kind of sad we couldn't do more with the contestants and um it wasn't a normal season for sure but i'm very fortunate that i got the opportunity right so did you have to get like COVID tested and all that? We did. We had to get COVID tested. Um, I believe it was three times a week. So you had your days, um, you had your days that you would go downstairs and go get um, COVID tested. And we were all in a hotel. We were all in a hotel room. Um, you know, not, not one room, but we were all in a hotel. And uh, so we had the downstairs lobby and they had it all set up for COVID testing. So um, it was definitely an adventure with the whole COVID situation. And um trying to trying to produce a tv show in the middle of covid was definitely interesting <laughs> yeah yeah i bet um so you didn't get to perform in in front of a live audience and all that do you think that if you did perform in front of a live audience would there have been more nerves to it in a way a lot of people um a lot of other contestants were talking about how sad they were that, you know, the contestants weren't there, or the, not the contestants, sorry, the um, crowd wasn't there. Um, they weren't in the seats, they weren't in the stands like usual. Um, for me, it was almost more calming, <laughs> just because it was more, almost more personal with the four coaches in you. And that was pretty much it, which we had the um, the crowd, you know, through Zoom. Uh, they were, it was a virtual crowd, but I felt more, you know, connected with the coaches because the audience wasn't there. It was just more personal to me. Um, you know, the other contestants had, you know, different opinions. They were all sad that um, the crowd wasn't there, but I was like, hey, you know, it's more personal. Yeah, for sure. So you were on Team Legend. I right? was, yes. W- was he your first choice or <laughs> I, I, I can imagine Blake was since y'all are both from Oklahoma. Right. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think I really had um, 
you know, obviously Blake was my first choice just because I'm, I literally live 30 minutes from uh, his lake house. So I am, I, you know, it was one of my first choices was Blake. Um, at some point through the whole process of auditioning, I was just like, any of them, I don't care. I don't have a choice anymore. Any of them will work. I just want to get on this show. Um, I don't care who I end up with, you know, all the coaches are, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll help either way. I don't care who I end up with at this point. Um, right. So I ended up with, you know, team, team legend and I couldn't have asked for a better team for sure. I think I almost had a better chance being on John Legend's team because of, I didn't have all these country artists on my team. I was the very first country artist on John Legend's team and I wasn't competing against another country artist i was competing against you know someone in a different genre which was um it was super cool but it was kind of weird because it pushed me out of my comfort zone just a tad um but i think i had i had a better chance of being um of continuing on the show if i was on team legend for sure okay very cool so so who did you find yourself um becoming the closest with uh contestant wise through the, um, you know, through the start of the, the whole process, I was 17 at the time, and um, there was several minors in the, you know, in the, in the production, um, and I was getting really, really close with all the minors. Um, Team Legend also got really close. Tamara Jade, uh, John Holiday, which he's from, I think he's from Houston. John Holiday was from Houston. Um, Team Legend got really close. I got really close with the minors. I think we were as close as we could get, um, considering the circumstances of COVID and not being like, you know, super, super tight. We weren't, you know, we weren't allowed to go eat together. Um, we were as close as we could be, but I got super close with Team Legend um, and then the minors for sure. That's super cool. Um, so I had a lot of them like, who out of all the minors had the most like performing experience, like, like live shows and all that. I don't know how much you have, but. um, I had been, I mean, I've been singing since I was seven years old, um, right? but I've been performing and, you know, gigging for about three years now. I think all of us kind of started with the same amount of experience. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. The trio, I don't know if you remember the trio, Worth the Wait. I think they were, they had um, some good experience as well, opening for people. And um, they, they've been out doing their thing for a while now. I know for sure that there, there were, they were three sisters and now they're a mother-daughter trio. Um, I think the, the sister was, you know, busy with other things and so she couldn't go. But I know yeah. they had been busy previous, um, you know, to The Voice, so. There were a lot of minors that um, didn't get to audition, which was super sad because they were, they were pretty amazing. Um, and they just, they couldn't make it to find auditions. Well, I came across this video on TikTok the other day of this girl who she released her um, performance videos from American Idol and, mm-hmm. and how they weren't going to air them or whatever, because they, they said I, that I she, think I saw she, the same exact she, video. She, that she was like too young and all that stuff. So I think that's something that separates the voice from the other shows is right. that voice. They don't, they don't care. They're not necessarily just trying to 
turn you into a money making machine. Exactly. Um, it's it's more about the talent and yeah, development. For sure. for sure. And um, you know, it's kind of the same thing with American Idol. It just it doesn't. Um, the I don't want to say this, but I'm just gonna. The voice doesn't um, try to make a joke out of some people. They just don't. They don't do that. Right. Um, which is it? Which is a really good thing. I think I was very fortunate to end up on The Voice. I did try out for American Idol um, a few years ago. Um, didn't have a great experience. It was in Waco, and um, you know, I'm very fortunate that I got on The Voice. It took a few tries, but here I am, top nine. So it was worth it. Yeah, so I, I think I think going on these singing shows, I mean, it's not it's not for everyone. There, there's plenty of artists who I've listened to their stories, and they talk about how people are always like, "You should go on The Voice. You should do this. You should go on American Idol. Why why haven't you done this? Blah 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 blah." Some people would rather do it like like straight straightforward. Don't right. want to go through all the production and all that stuff, whereas. Some people, it, it just works out and, and it's perfect mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's your your situation. I mean, I was following your music before you went on to The Voice and I had known who you were. And then you're like, boom, going on The Voice. And <laughs> it just inc- increases exposure exponentially. It did. Um, which, which, is, which is really awesome. Um, it was crazy to see how much my social, media's numbers, my social media numbers went up. Um, you know, at first it was blinds and it was battles and they just kept going up and up until I reached, you know, the live shows. And it was just crazy. It's crazy how much social media following I gained. It was insane. <laughs> it, it's, it's important. Um, I don't know how much, how much you do on TikTok. I don't know if I, if I follow you on TikTok. Oh, but... I, I am very, um, I have followers on TikTok because of the voice they have TikTok and then they post me and they tag me. Oh yeah. It was, oh, one, yeah. Of their, it was one of their requirements that we needed to make a TikTok, um, you know, just account so they could tag us. And, uh, you know, I have followers. I have zero videos, <laughs> zero. <laughs> I need to get started on it though, for sure. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> there I am. <laughs> um, so it, it's funny in, in today's country music, industry there's so many different ways that you can take your career especially with the new tiktok generation there's all these these artists like the 615 house and just people just creating content and then singing over their own songs in order to just like feed the algorithm in a way um so that's one way of doing it and getting all these these followings uh, for people who probably haven't even done any live shows ever. um, So that, that's interesting. I have my own opinions on all that. And then there's, then there's the artists who are like, I was listening to a podcast with Tristan Merez the other day. He was talking about how he really doesn't like TikTok, and it's so weird to sit there and sing, sing a song and all that stuff. Um, and then, and then there's artists like Morgan Wallen who figured out the whole leaking their demos thing. Yeah. And that, that got massive. Yeah. Um, so there's all kinds of different ways to go about it. There's artists who don't do any social media. Mm-hmm. They just put out music and they play town to town. Right. Um, the old fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. There's just so many different ways you can 
go about your career and I don't think there's any one correct way no for sure I've seen I've just been kind of watching um I try to I try to get on TikTok um to kind of see what everyone else is doing like what um for example I don't know if you know May Estes she's a Nashville recording artist now but she her career started on TikTok it's just so crazy how the times have changed um you know when I first started, it was pretty much just social media, Instagram, Facebook. That was it. Right. A lot of my following started um, when I performed at the Opry's. I was an Opry girl. Um, I was every weekend. I was somewhere in Texas performing at the Opry's when I was like 12. I was, <laughs> I was really? at every Opry you could Im- imagine. And they were just, you know, the small hometown Opry's. Um, and so most of my following on Facebook, the average age is about, 50 60 so you can't I couldn't make TikToks now and expect all my Facebook following to go over to TikTok because they're right, 50 right. years old but um that's kind of changed since the voice um my following age range is it's changed just a little bit but um I just think it's funny how how everything starts and then here we are today TikTok is the new is the new it's just the new <laughs> oh yeah so are, are you living in Nashville now? I'm not. I am not? still in Oklahoma. Okay. I'm still in Duran. I don't know if you know where Duran is. Yeah. Yeah, you know where Duran is. I actually live um, 15 miles southeast. Okay, tiny. cool. Yeah. Yep, super tiny town. I'm still living here. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of riding the waves right now. Um, if Nashville calls, I'm there. I love the Texas scene right now, and that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. Um, you know, but if Nashville calls, I'm there for sure. So, one of the things that has been happening lately, and Cody Johnson kind of opened the doors, is these Nashville's finally recognizing like Texas Texas, Texas country. Um, so there's artists like Randall King and Tristan Merez and and all these Texas Texas guys who are living in Nashville now because yeah. that's where all the really good recording studios are where you can make all of these connections. So For Tristan sure. Merez, I mean, he's, his manager is Alex Torres um, and he out of Nashville. And basically he's a, he's a Texas boy and all releasing music in Nashville. And it just still sounds like Texas and just staying true to that sound, writing songs from the heart. Right. Is what it's all about. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, like I said, I do want to start in Texas country. Um, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to be a successful country art, you know, Texas country artist at the moment. Um, I think you're completely right about, you know, opening the doors to Nashville. Um, Cody Johnson did it best. <laughs> um, so <laughs> honestly, I'm okay with, with anything at this point, as long as I'm, I just want to be successful is what I'm trying to do. And, um, you know, I still have a few years. I'm only 18. Um, I still have a few years to, uh, to, to keep going, but yeah, I'm just excited to see what, what happens. Right. So, I mean, do you, when do you plan on playing shows again? Um, I'm, I'm in the midst of it right now. Um, I had a show, yeah. I think it was last weekend at love and war in Plano. Um, I'll be at Gillies the 16th. And then we have, you know, we're, I just, I just started a band. Um, so this okay. is 
completely new to me. Um, our first show was Love and War a couple weekends ago. Um, Love and War is a good spot. It is. I'm from, I'm from McKinney, which is oh, okay. like 10 okay. minutes away from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I played at Love and War a few times. I'm really excited for Gillies. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm from Durant, so it's going to be a packed house for sure. Um, I'm super excited for that. And then we have dates, you know, all throughout the summer. Um, I'm just okay. really excited to, to see where this whole band thing goes because this is all new to me. I've been performing with, you know, the Other Texas people's bands. Well, I have been performing with the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame band because I am the ambassador for 2020. Um, 2020. Okay. Um, so they've been my band for the longest time just because, um, you know, they're right there. They're, they're an amazing band and they're a bunch of old guys. So they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> they're really cool. But it was time for me to start my own band. Um, the whole process was kind of fun. <laughs> um, you know, we had, a, we had auditions. There were a lot of people who wanted, to, um, who wanted to be a part of the band. And I finally got my people. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. That's cool. So, so I saw you were, yeah, you were holding auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did, how did that go? How many people did you bring on board? We, I mean, I have a three piece, um, you know, drums, bass, guitar. I play rhythm. Um, the whole process was really fun. Like I said, uh, we had, I think it was 20 people one audition, which is super cool. Um, I think, you know, the, the whole voice season 19, um, name drop doesn't hurt at all. So, um, not at all, not at all. Um, it went, it went really smooth and I finally have, you know, three guys that are amazing and, um, were very, very, um, they're kind of like older brothers. They're just very, they're good guys. They're really good guys. Um, but the whole audition thing, I had, I had someone else handle that because I can't, I can't break someone's heart. I can't do it. I can't say no to anybody. I'm just one of those, I'm one of those soft-hearted people. I'm like, sure, I'll just have 85 people in my band. That's fine. <laughs> you know, 20 guitar players and 20 drummers. It's fine. Um, so I was a part of the audition process. Um, but I, I couldn't say no to anybody. So I had, I had someone else be the stern, stern. No, thank you. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to get, some I, bet, I bet that's tough. I bet it is tough. Um, yeah. So you're, you're about to release a new single. I am. I'm releasing it the same night. I'll be at Gillies. Um, okay. 16th. I'm super excited about it. It's called gypsy cowboy. Um, it was actually written by uh, myself and two other co-writers who are from the Texas area. Um, Tammy Marler's from Winsboro, and I'm really not for sure where Colleen Francis is from, but um, I think it's a great song. I've had it for, I've had it for a while now, and we're just, we're just releasing it um, with the voice contact. We couldn't really um, release any music for a while, so. Really? Um, yeah, I'm just getting back in the swing of things, and um, I'm so- about to head back into the studio for the, the one after Gypsy Cowboy, so it'll be really cool. So, so the voice has a contract that you can't release music whenever you're on the show. Um, not on the show, which I think there was, you can release it, but you can't promote it. So it's kind of like, why would we release it, not promote it? So I think we were, um, we were just holding off for a while just to, um, you know, get out of contract and all that good stuff. But now I'm free. So <laughs> here's the music. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that that that's good. So, yeah. I see I see that you've written with Charlie Shearer mm-hmm. on two of your songs. Yeah, um, Charlie is actually um, where I'm at right now. I'm in Denison, Texas. I'm in my um, little studio where I teach vocal lessons, guitar lessons, um, ukulele lessons. It's what I do during the week to help me get through college. Um, but oh, there's someone talking right now. Um, <laughs> I'm in the vocal studio right now where Charlie and his wife, um, they teach vocal lessons, guitar lessons, all that good stuff. Um, Shonda is actually, um, she's coached Chris Colston, Colby Cooper, Holly Tucker. Um, Really? Yeah. I think they were at the beginning of their careers, but, um, you know, her and Chris are super close, but this is um, the studio where they come and, you know, take vocal lessons and they are very good at, um, helping to start people's career, um, which is what they've been doing for me for the past five years. Um, mm-hmm. But Charlie so, is a songwriter. This is where I was going with that. Charlie is a songwriter, and um, he was the one who uh, wrote Never Been This Lonely, which is my first single. It was released last January. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one who, who wrote that, and then we did a co-write, and it was my second single, I'm In Love. That's cool. And then and then you covered Waylon's song. Are you sure Hank done the, done it? I did. Week? Yes. I asked, I stole that from Charlie. I stole that version. I was like, I'm gonna go record that. I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I grew up on Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard. Um I thought it would be a good tribute to uh Waylon Jennings, the great Waylon Jennings. Um so I really sure. I think it was June. No, November. <laughs> Wrong one, November of um, <laughs> last year but june november june, yeah, close november. enough i guess june was when i'm in love was um released mm-hmm. so are you looking at releasing an ep sometime i'm hoping um you know i've kind of noticed yeah i thought singles were doing better than um eps i've kind of just been watching yeah. just how everyone's um, numbers are going and um i'm starting to notice that singles I mean, they're just, I thought they were doing, you know, better than EPs, but at this point I'm just like, I just need to get an EP out there. Um, And then I can keep releasing singles after that. But I do. Where have you been recording at? Actually, um, I recorded my first song at um, Chad Malden's and I think he's in, where is he at? It starts with a G. Oh no. Grand Prairie. Um, if you know who Chad Malden is, uh, he I've was, heard the name, yeah. he's the one who did my first, um, my first single. And then there was a studio, um, that is in the vocal studio and I did my second single in, um, the cover. And then I actually recorded my last one at, um, Brad Davis's in Commerce, Texas. Okay. Um, cool. so I'm really happy about how it turned out. So I think I'm going to stick with them for a while. <laughs> I'm going to stick with them. See what else? What what interesting has happened in your life within this past week? Oh goodness, this week? Yeah. Anything anything special? I'm trying to think. My weeks start to run together. I have um, students Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you know, and I have a full day of students, so my weeks start to run together just a tad. Um, I'm trying to think. What day is it? I don't even know what day it is right now. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, so what happened? The seventh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
I don't think any. I think it's just a normal week. Just normal. So, so you teach vocal lesson lessons for a living currently? Um, you know, I am a musician <laughs> on the right. weekend, but I do um, have to do something to get me through college. Um, Where are you going to college? This is I'm starting um, Collin County in McKinney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, my commercial music degree. So. Cool. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Um, I'm excited to start. I'm going to start my basics um, this summer. So I got to have a job to get me through all that. So. Yeah, you putting yourself through? Yes. Now I'm going to try anyway. I'm dang sure going to try. <laughs> That's awesome. Collin, Collin, Collin County is not that expensive. It, it, it is definitely doable. Yeah, for um, sure. And, I, um, I am worried about driving every day to to um mckinney because I'm, I'm not the best driver <laughs> but well, how many tickets have you had no <laughs> i actually haven't been pulled over knock on wood i haven't been pulled over um I, i'm surprised because i drive like a speed demon um but i haven't been pulled over knock on wood yeah you better, no, you better I, knock on wood i just thought of something interesting that happened to me um so i was part of a hit and run um, someone oh. hit my car and drove off, so I chased him down, got his license plate, and went to the police. So, <laughs> when was this? Interesting. <laughs> you said what? When was this? This was um, Saturday. Oh, and you just couldn't remember that? I couldn't that remember that. that. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think like Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday. Nothing's happened. Monday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Nothing's happened, but I was part of... I didn't run, sadly. I chased him oh. down now. I chased him. <laughs> I, I've I've only hit another car like one time, like backed into him in a parking garage, and like I like left my number and all this stuff. I I got out of there. <laughs> I'm feeling my number right here. Yeah, he called kind of mad. <laughs> Fr frankly, I don't know what happened in that situation. I really don't remember what happened. <laughs> oh my goodness but um so you are living in denison i'm actually i'm living in um roberta still um roberta yeah over there so, by so the you night. go from roberta to denison for vocal lessons and then you're gonna also go to mckinney mckinney yes yeah jeez i'm in the car 24 7 24 what's the farthest away that you have ever played a show not not the voice um probably nashville Okay. Nashville, um, CMA Fest, probably. Uh, I'm trying to think where else. My, um, oh, sorry. Hang on. Can you still see me? Oh, my God. oh, no. Hang on. Okay. I'm good. We're good now. We are good now. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> um, my family lives in Nebraska, so there's, um, you know, my mom grew up in Valentine and, um, Tiny, tiny, tiny town. But there are a few places that um, want me to play every time I get there. Um, I don't get a break. I don't get vacation, apparently. Um, so they want me to play at, you know, a few beer joints and things like that. So probably there, too. Um, and then the voice, obviously. <laughs> what is your dream venue to play at? Grand Ole Opry. Okay. <laughs> I'm so bad for like Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's almost a stupid question because everyone kind of says the same thing. Some people yeah, say, um, just, I don't know, though. Texas-wise? The blue probably light. The yeah, probably the tap or blue light. The tap, okay. I was just talking with Parker Ryan it's the other day. It's doable. I'm oh, yeah. Setting my, setting my goals um, pretty, pretty easy. And then I'll start, <laughs> then I'll start kind of advancing just a tad. So do you ever plan on living in either Lubbock, College Station? I am. Um, I would, I would love to move to Texas for sure. Um, that way I'm kind of, I'm there. Cause right now, I mean, you know, Caitlin Buss is from Oklahoma and she moved to Texas for a reason. So, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I do. I do want to move down to Texas. I'm not for sure where. <laughs> not for sure where. It definitely be easy. Um, easier to go to college if I live in Texas, um, around McKinney area. But right now, well, well, I mean, when it comes to like Texas country, it's like either like Lubbock, like artists, these artists are from Lubbock, or they're like College Station is kind of becoming a hot spot, um, or Fort Worth. Um, yeah. Those really seem to be the places for right. it all in the scene, yeah. and you can kind of hang out with the other artists who are also uh, in that scene and just collaborate and yeah. see who makes it big. And I mean, who who's an artist that you would love to collaborate with, like currently? That's a great question. Um, Probably a Huser Brother Band. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I've we've um, you know talked before. I was on one of his lives, and I think that we can make some really cool, cool music. So um, probably them, or you know, I, I know Gracie, Gracie York, um, probably. Yeah. Um, also Madison Rogers, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be really fun to do a duet with her. So yeah, I'm so still do I'm still duet pretty- or. Or just writing, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like to write. I'm still new to writing. Um, you know, I started about, I guess it was a year ago, or maybe two years ago. Um, so I'm still pretty new. The whole process at the beginning was very intimidating just because um, I'm a perfectionist. And if I don't have it perfect the first time, I don't really want to try again. So I'm like, right. yeah. Um, you know, I've kind of put that, you know, past me. And I, I realized that, not everything's going to come out so perfect um, like I want it to. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to keep writing. Um, that's how I'm going to make it, um, you know, in the music business is, you know, releasing singles, writing, um, you know, always releasing something new. So. Right. I mean, not, not everything's going to come to you necessarily. Right. Like, right. right. You kind of, you kind of got to make it for yourself. I mean, yeah. look, at, look at Morgan Wallen. I mean, he's the biggest, act in country music right now yeah and um nashville kind of has a stigma for not writing their own songs and all that but he's really been writing most of them or co-writes with his buddies um or some of his best best friends write the song for him um so it what he's done on social media in his personal life is just really awesome and I think it's something that a lot of people should try and replicate and are trying to replicate. Like if you can have three really good friends or just two really good friends that are also artists and y'all can write together, yeah. 
Um, that would be awesome. I mean, he's got he's got Hardy. Um, what's the, what's the other dude's name? Um, uh, what is his name? I know Hardy. I know about Hardy. I don't know about the other one though. <sighs> he goes by something weird, also too. Um, let me see. Who am I talking about? This is gonna bug me. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget Morgan was on The Voice too. Yeah, that is so weird. And something that I like noticed, mm-hmm. I went back and listened to his old music, like like from before he was on The Voice, and then like whenever he was on The Voice. And as the years go on, he like gets more twang. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think I don't think he was like for country on the voice i think he was he was on adam levine's team um and i think he was like more rock ish um earnest earnest is the name earnest. Earnest. okay, okay. Yeah. but shoot i think i think earnest is like i think he's like 20 i think he's like 20 21 oh, wow. like i think he played college baseball or he like he's he's done now or, or he still was while also doing music and becoming friends with Hardy and Morgan, they they just kind of Morgan started getting big, Hardy started getting big, and they were just kind of together, yeah, <laughs> riding together. Cool. But um, yeah, let's see, old Morgan Wallen. <laughs> um, I think I always forget it because he he really started getting you know bigger later on after the Voice, like right. later later on. Um, so I always forget that sometimes. That, oh, well, yeah. he was on The Voice in 2014. And so it was six years ago. It took him six years what, to get to where he is. Yeah. That um, he, he released or the voice songs that are on here is Story of My Life, Stay, Hey Brother, and Collide. I don't think any of those are country. <laughs> I think he was more, I think that's a prob- problem too sometimes is, um, I was very worried going on the voice that they were going to try to change um, who I am as an artist. Um, you know, what songs I wanted to sing and, you know, my heart belongs to traditional country music. And that's what I've, you know, it's what I've grown up on and um, we couldn't do originals or I would have done an original, but um, my heart belongs to traditional country music, which now it belongs to Texas country also. But um that was kind of my thing throughout the voice. And I was very worried they were going to try to change that. Um, But John was like, you know, that's who you are as an artist and we're not going to, we're not going to change that at all. So I'm wondering if that's not what happened to Morgan um, was he got on Adam Levine's team and it just kind of. Right. Right. Or, or or they just wanted to see like, like get him out of his comfort zone. I don't know lives, um, but I did um, Pompeii. Okay. That so I don't it's like that was like what came on the radio when I was like younger, a lot younger. But uh, that's the one that goes a a o a o a. And so that one was definitely not a country song. So I was going, oh, I gotta sing that. Um, so that definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone for sure, for sure. Definitely interesting. Now is the voice are are they gonna like release any of the songs that you sang? Um, I think they. I think they do like the live songs, um, right? You know, like the live show songs. They're already released on Apple Music, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, oh, we went. They're, the they're not on Spotify. 
I don't think they're on Spotify. I think they're just on Apple Music and um, YouTube. Is that is that some sponsorship that they did with Apple? I guess Google. So there, it's on Google Play. Yeah. Ah. Actually, I don't think it's on Apple Music. I think it's just on Google Play and YouTube. Yeah. That's weird. Sponsored by Google. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, um. So. You've probably, th- through the voice, you've probably gotten to meet a lot of really cool people, um, celebrities or not. Um, who else did you meet besides the judges that was, like, really awesome to meet? Any of the contestants were just super cool to meet. Um, we really didn't have any. I wish we had just a little more coachery and, you know, interaction. Um, but with COVID, it just didn't happen. Usher was super cool to meet. Um the new the one of the new mentors for you know this season is mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. and I was like are you kidding me like <laughs> I want it. why didn't y'all give me that why couldn't you you know change that um but Usher was still super cool to me um a lot of the just um I don't know what to call them production crew um everyone there was just just really cool they were really really cool and they just you could tell they wanted the best for you. And so whenever you, um, whenever someone would, you know, um, have to leave the show. Um, I just remember all the product production crew being so sad to see, um, that person go, which is crazy because how many people do they see a year? Um, right. they see everyone for blind auditions. There's like 70 of us. Um, and they see that twice a year. So I don't know how they can maintain those connections to, um, all the contestants that they meet, but it's, it's super cool. And they're just, the production team is just really cool there. Um, through social media, um, Leanne Womack has shared a bunch of my posts and liked and commented. And I'm like, okay, life is complete. <laughs> We're done here. I quit. <laughs> um, so if, if you could meet any artist dead or alive, who would it be? That's a good question. I got to think on this for just a second. Go ahead, take your time. Are we talking Texas country? Like just any? Anyone, anyone. Mm-hmm. This is a hard question because I have like <laughs> seven of them, I would say right now. Um, I would say probably Merle Haggard because he was a songwriter before anything. And I think that right. was, um, I think that's just super cool. Now alive, it'd be Reba. <laughs> it'd be Reba for sure. She seems super cool. I've seen like Aaron Watson po- have a couple posts like like with her in it, just like hanging out at the ranch and stuff like that. I think it's just like around here. If you see Reba, I mean, she comes here to like Texoma area all the time, which is super weird. So everyone will be like, "Hey, we saw Reba at Cotton Patch." Where it's like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I'm jealous, but um, a funny story about the whole Cody Johnson Reba, um, you know, Dear Rodeo thing. Yeah. I think it's so a split windows. I don't know if you've heard of them. Chris Romaine, um, he did, who am I? Austin Michaels, if you know him. Um, he's done a lot of stuff for him, but split windows is here kind of around Denison area, and they were doing the videos for Reba and Cody Johnson. Um, so that was super, super cool. Cause I know Chris and, um, he mentioned my name to Cody 
um, Dakota Johnson and was like, this girl was on The Voice. She, um, super traditional country. And I actually went to a Cody Johnson concert, um, you know, a couple of days later. And um, Chris was like, you know, I told um, Cody Johnson to give you a shout out, like a shout out um, at Billy Bob's that night. And uh, he never did, but I think he was just so excited to be able to play because they hadn't played in so long. Right. <laughs> and so long, that was like one of their first shows back. But um, it was super cool that he knew my name and he knew that, you know, I love traditional country music. So that was super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And hopefully we get a new Cody Johnson album this year. Yes. It's, been, it's been what, two, three years? Two, I think. was his last since, one. Since uh, Ain't Nothing To It. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they've just been just replaying the Deer Rodeo stuff over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And it's kind of annoying because it's like, bring us the new music. Right. <laughs> Which it's, I think I follow Cody Johnson on Instagram and I think it's super cool how they're trying to, um, you know, recreate all the old rodeo stories and stuff like that. Right. It's, it's a super cool, um, it's a super cool thing they're doing. And I've been watching um, all their videos and hearing Reba's story and hearing Cody Johnson's story. And um, it's definitely good motivation for anyone who wants to um, become a country artist. So, For sure. For sure. So would you consider, like, if you could say you're a combination of a couple different artists, who would it be? Like how you sound, right? Like how you write, like stuff like that. I get, um, I get all the time that I that I have a little Leanne Womack in my voice, which is super cool, and that's very, um, you know, it's very flattering that they, you know, think I sound like Leanne Womack, which is super cool. Um, I would hope my um, my I'm trying to create my own sound. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I'm trying to I'm trying to find my place right now. Um, you know, I, I still have a little bit to figure that out, but I'm trying to find what I want to sound, what my sound is like. Um, that sounds a little weird, but you know, what no, I, mean. I get it. um, I'm trying to find who I want to be as an artist. Um, you know, I've grown up singing traditional country music, but I want to find what I want to do, what my music sounds like. Um, and so I think that I still will have a little Leanne Womack classic country um, in all of my songs, no matter what I do, um, just because that's, that's what I love. But I'm hoping um, that my music kind of sounds like Flatland Cavalry Girls version, um, you know, with that steel, the fiddle. Um, yes. Even, even Cody Jink still has a bunch of, a bunch of traditional sounding things to his, to his music. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's the route I want to take, um, but spin it to a little bit of me, <laughs> just a little bit do, of me. <laughs> do you want to have any kind of like rock sounds in your music or I do wish this, this next one that I'm releasing is, you know, um, it's very, um, how do I want to put it? It's very fiddle steel, um, things like that. So it's very, it sounds Texas country, but it's it's pretty traditional country as well. I want to um, eventually kind of turn over to the edgy side, like kind of have Cody Johnson or Cody, sorry, Cody Jinx, um, kind of have the Cody Jinx sound, um, yeah. which would be super cool um, because he's been one of the artists that I've looked up to for for a while. Um, 
What do you think about Morgan Wade? Have you listened to very much Morgan Wade? Yes, yes. Um, one of my favorite songs by her is The Night. Um, mm. And I actually do that at my gigs. I sing that song at my gigs, but okay. I, I really like her music, and I think she's I think she's cool as a person too. Um, she's, she's super honest and and a little bit hard on herself when it comes to like her writing wow. and all that. But uh, I feel like you being hard hard on yourself and, and honest with with yourself when it comes to writing mm-hmm. is what people really like connect with. Can connect with. Yeah. So like. So like if you, if you're putting out stuff that is just very like 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 touching the surface, not not necessarily deep, mm-hmm. um, people really aren't gonna connect with it as much. It, it's it's the songs that are super real and sometimes sad that yeah. are the ones that yeah. re- really help people and that people listen to over and over again. That's true. That's true. Um. I would help my songs, um, you know, some of my songs are, um, you know, like Never Been This Lonely was definitely one of the saddest songs I've heard probably. <laughs> Never Been This yeah. Lonely when you were here, but, um, you know, I would hope my songs are able to connect with people because um, that's that's one of my goals. I want to be able to connect with whoever's listening to my song. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think, I think, I, th- I would hope that's what, um, you know, the past few songs that I've released have done. Um, I have a few that I, I know that that will, um, people will be able to connect to and I'm hoping to get those released, you know, uh, pretty oh, soon. Yeah. But, and and, and it, a lot of it comes with just getting older. I mean, you're young, sure. having different life experiences. Uh, you, you might, have an experience and then boom, there's a song out of it. You might be driving on the road and something hits you. Um, what, what do you see? Um, actually, uh, what was I going to ask? I don't know. I, I've talked to a couple artists about what they're like, how they write their songs. Like, like if they had to sum it up in, in like one situation, um, some some are like, oh, man, I smoke a blunt and I sit in my room and and it just comes to me. Others yeah. are like, I get really drunk, I might be asleep and I might wake up at three in the morning and 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 write down a bunch of stuff and wake up in the morning and not remember writing a song. But there's sheets of paper everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I I know everyone has different different writing styles. Sometimes people might be driving down the road and uh like a hook comes to them and they're like okay i gotta see where this goes what do you what do you see being your like writing situation (laughs) i definitely which i told you i'm you know still pretty new to the whole writing process right to um one day get to the point where i can sit down um right now i cannot make myself sit down and think of something it has to come to me or yeah. which it probably yep. sounds bad you're like Bailey you're never you're never gonna get oh. you're never gonna get anywhere <laughs> um but it's just one of those things where I can't make myself um have a feeling when it's just when I've had so many things going on in a day and then try to sit down and write um, but I am very fortunate that I have come to me um and I'm and I'm able to write them down on paper situations like um waking up in the middle of the night and thinking of a song um, that does happen to me quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, very weird. Um, I do remember the songs that, you know, that I would 
Well, I, I hope you, I hope you're not really drinking heavy yet. <laughs> yeah, not, not yet. Um, but I do remember the songs that I wake up to. Um, you know, I may not remember how I sang them, and then I figure that out all over again. But um, yeah. the voice memos at two a.m. Um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what I sang in the middle of the night. Um, I do that a lot. Um, or you know, just sitting listening to some stories of my you know i have an older sister um she'll be telling me about you know some of the stuff she did in high school and i'm like you know um (laughs) good songs though come out of those situations so um you know i'm still pretty new like i told you and i don't know it's uh it's a sometimes frustrating process but um i'm i'm getting into it just a little bit (laughs) That's that's good. So you you submitted a video for our Country Underdog Awards show, um, along with a bunch of other artists, and that's something that I hope to do again this coming year, Um, hopefully in person. Um, So we'll have it out here in Longview, most likely. Um, Figure out I got to figure out all the details when it comes to that. Yeah. um, I initially wanted wanted what we did to be in person but it was way too much work as is and um shoot it still didn't even go the way that i wanted to i spent so much time on it and, still, and just kind of threw it together but um I, I i've gotten a lot of feedback um whenever people talk about hey like you help people get get some, get some people into the texas scene or or whatever so i mean country underdog like I I love Texas country music, traditional country music, all that stuff, and I even love the the newer like rock sound, like Texas rock that yeah. that has has been happening. Um, but I I don't really consider us like like Texas only like promoters. I mean, there's there's like Texas music pickers who only like do Texas and Oklahoma, um, and I don't. I try not to be biased when it comes to that because there's artists that are in Seattle, the Carolinas, um, wherever that are super talented that don't necessarily fit into Nashville or Texas. So just to kind of try and spread the, some of the the light onto all those artists. That's, that's awesome what y'all are doing. Um, I think that's super cool. I don't, I don't make any money from, any of this that I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I say this on almost every podcast that I do. If I was in the money business, I wouldn't be in the music business. Yeah. And and I, I just really believe in everything that, that y'all are doing. I believe in, in, in you as an artist and the hard work that y'all put into it and all the songs that y'all write and sing from the heart. And I think that is exactly what should be nationwide not necessarily the overproduced nashville hey i found you in a shopping mall let's get you some vocal lessons and turn you into a country artist let's put these skinny jeans on you and uh uh, tell you where to play what songs to sing um and then then they and they get all the attention uh, because they have they have the big dollars behind them yeah um so i'm i'm trying to do what I can with all of y'all with zero money 
Um, I, know, I know most of, of y'all don't have very much money either. And, 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 and what y'all have, y'all spend on recording. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I just, it's got, it's got to be hard to keep going sometimes. It's got to be discouraging uh, whenever you don't see your songs blowing up on Spotify or Apple Music and all that stuff. And it, it pisses me off. It, it pisses me off too. Um, so I, I just try and do what I can, whether it's blog article, social media post, post on TikTok. We got 50, we got 55,000 followers on TikTok. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but, but then we only, we only have like 3000 on Instagram, like, but we have a, I'd probably say 80% of our following on Instagram is other artists. So yeah. at, the end, at the end of the day, if what we've really done is kind of create a community in a way I've got people that comment on things of, of other artists all the time. And that probably would have never known about each other. And so just when it comes to any kind of impact, I'm talking about, about myself way too much. This is about you. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> um, I, I love to hear, you know, about, about what y'all do and how y'all are doing it. And it's, it's awesome. Um, I mean, we're we're no whiskey riff necessarily. I mean, whiskey riff's been been around for six or seven years, so they've had time to to kind of grow. I mean, we're we're growing slowly. I mean, we get we have an office now, so that's oh, a step. Awesome. Yeah, that's where I am. I'm in the office. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So um, we can have people come and sit down for podcasts over here in person we're building a podcast studio, like actual studio right in that door right there. Um, but just trying to do everything with little money is hard. It's just letting passion drive it. Like I'm passionate about y'all, just like y'all are passionate about the music that, that y'all put out. And it, it all kind of comes back around. I don't ask anything from y'all. I, I don't even promote our own merchandise anymore because I would rather people go buy y'all's merchandise. Wow. Because one $25 hat is equal to a person listening to one of y'all's songs 5,000 times. That's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm um, very excited that y'all have been, you know, um, sharing my stuff, you know, liking my stuff. And uh, I'm very fortunate that y'all asked me to to do the um the award show the virtual award show thing so that was really cool that's cool that, that it, it was cool we had over seven thousand votes on on the award show so that that that's more views than we get on a ton of things um but really every it, it's all just a it's all just a starting point all it takes is is um time to continue to grow with, same with with music you just gotta keep nurturing it don't give up um always believe in the underdog as aaron watson says yeah. <laughs> um i mean i i got a billion ideas and i spread myself too thin and so trying to just rein everything in that we're doing on country under, underdog and really focus on what works and so the podcast that it's been working lately people have been really excited about that we're apparently setting one up with Austin Mead and Co. Wetzel. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, my, my buddy was backstage with Austin Mead uh, last week 
And he was like, I want to be on your podcast. He was like, what the f- okay. He was like, yeah, come, come uh, to San Antonio or whatever. We'll fly you out to San Antonio uh, in a couple of weeks and we can get you on with, with Co and, and all that. And I'm just like, oh, heck yeah. So, I mean, that, it's really all, all, all it's about is just making connections with, with all of you. For sure. And figuring out how I can help in any way. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, hopefully it happens. <laughs> but so I, the, the real cool thing is like with Pecos on the Rooftops, we were the first person to ever interview them before this damn song had a hundred streams. And I, I remember sitting down talking to them like this and they're, they're just sitting in Lubbock uh, in their little house uh, drinking Keystones um and they had just released the song like two days before this and we just established a connection with them and now the song has over like 24 million streams on spotify alone um so that connection that we established i mean i've hung out backstage with them three times they all know my name that's just that's, that's just really really cool to me and yeah. what it's all about so and i think a lot of these artists are um very very down to earth very um you know they are oh yeah and um i think that's what what um kind of throws me off about you know some people in the music business um you know natural um can yeah. really, really hurt you but um just the people that the people that are around here um i say around here like they live in texas i'm a texas girl no, I'm <laughs> they're very down to earth and they seem they seem very um very sweet and kind and i think that's really cool that you know they're easier to make connections with instead of um trying to approach someone who's who's very standoffish and um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that but i'm i'm very glad that you know they're still very humble and very um very very good guys so for sure and i mean i could tell that about you from 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 day one just even just over text how down to earth you are i mean um shoot i don't i don't ask many people for anything i'll i i probably get like 300 emails a week asking for promotion or people sending me songs to listen to and all this stuff i can't get to all of them so really really what comes down to is i i post what i i i i think people would like to hear what I, what I think, uh, is deserving. Um, and I don't know, I I don't ask any money for anything. I I know there's plenty of people trying to make a quick buck. Um, but it's, it's just about these connections. And basically what I was trying to say was I don't ask anything of anyone so whenever i do ask something like aaron watson like hey you want to submit a video for our award or our award show he was like sure i was like okay (laughs) okay i didn't expect you to say yes (laughs) but this really down to earth as well oh yeah for sure and i i think that's what life's about it's just it's about the people that, that you meet and know i mean i i have a business degree um, and graduate college and all that stuff. But really, once you graduate, it's all about who you know. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. I For mean, sure. that's how, that's how I was going to go back to Dallas after I graduated college. 
but I just started making connections out here in Longview and like I was pretty much given an office for, for cheap and I was doing work for this person and it's, it's just crazy how, where life takes you and the people that you get to meet. Um, shoot. I, I mean, I can only imagine in your case, like you, you've met you've met more amazing people and done like cooler things than a lot of people probably ever get to do. I think I forget that sometimes. Um, I'm very hard on myself, and mm-hmm. I forget that a lot of times. But uh, I'm very fortunate, for sure. Um, and to have an experience like The Voice at 17 uh, is really, really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, most 17 year olds are out partying, which maybe not. Maybe not every 17-year-old, but around here in Texoma. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever um, I was 17, I was just trying to get a baseball scholarship. Uh, and I did, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Awesome. Continue. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, but it just goes back to most 17-year-olds are um, not, not trying to do what I'm trying to do. They don't know what they want to do with their life. Not what they want to do with their life at, the, at, the, at that point. Um, sure, a lot of people at my age at 23 still don't know what they want to do with their life. <laughs> I was very fortunate to kind of find what I wanted to do very early on. Um, I was 14, took my first trip to Branson, um, you know, saw, saw everyone kind of, which it's weird because I've figured out that I'm <laughs> at Branson, but, um, you know, I saw everyone performing and um, the lights, the, the, um, the crowd just, it seemed like so much fun. And I just was kind of like, I think I'd like to do this. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird start, but uh, I was, I was very fortunate to kind of figure out what I wanted to do at that, at, the, at that age. Can you still hear me? <laughs> okay, cool. Well, Bailey, we are out of time. I thank you so much for coming on and thank talking with me. me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me, and um, hopefully we'll get together soon. Um, if you need anything, just let me know. Um, I'm I'm very fortunate that you asked me to do that um, virtual thing, so that was so cool. Uh, so if you need anything else like that, just let me know. Of course, Bailey. Have a great day. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.